When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's Monday, March 21st, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, we get to talk about baseball games again. First time uh, in several hundred days, we uh, we get to talk about the Cleveland Guardians playing on the field and, and what they did um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, they played exhibition games out in Arizona. The still undefeated Cleveland Guardians <laughs> Uh, I guess you could say after uh, they they rallied for a tie on Sunday, uh, it was uh, it, it's been fun to watch some of these younger kids from uh, the minor league camp come in late in games and perform. But uh, so far, they've they've rolled out uh, guys who were non roster and, and rookie pitchers, and and they've they've held their own. Yeah, Kirk 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 McCarty, Adam Scott, Tanner Tully. You know, those are the three starters for the first three games, uh, Joe. And I don't think they gave up a run. Maybe they gave up one run of three of them combined in about nine innings. And these guys are going three and four innings. So pretty impressive by, uh, you know, the minor league uh, pitching staff from the Indians and non-roster invitees. And I guess we got to remember that these guys have been in camp for probably close to a month, you know, so their arms are built up. Uh, as opposed to the, uh, you know, the big league starters that just came in that had been locked out until what the uh, March 10th or the 11th. So, uh, but very, you know, kind of uh, just an eye opener to watch these guys. Yeah. And we, we should begin to start seeing, you know, at some point this week, some of those major league pitchers start to roll into some of these games, maybe pitch uh, early in inning or two, and then give way to these, these younger guys again. But, uh, you know, during these last couple of games when they've been on the road out in, in Arizona, uh, the major league pitchers have been back in camp on the backfields, throwing live batting practice and, and building up their arms that way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I would think uh, Logan Allen is going to start today against Texas. The, the, uh, the big league Logan Allen. That's, not the that's Logan S. Logan. Allen, I believe. Right. Yeah. So he, he you know, and he'll, he'll be the first, uh, you know, pitcher that, pitch in the big leagues for the guardians last year uh that'll you know pitch in the uh pitching in, in a cactus league game so you know that's kind of well so i would think that's going to get the ball rolling toward you know seeing more guys like uh you know uh, beaver and 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 uh, uh beaver and aaron savali and police and 
and uh, you know Tristan McKenzie and and Quantrill and those guys. And so uh, you know um, we'll see because they got to get all those guys stretched out, Joe. Even the guys that you know aren't uh, Eli Morgan and and Logan Allen, they've got to get these guys stretched out because if the rosters do expand to what twenty eight or thirty. You're going to need those extra spots for arms, I think. Yeah, uh, Tito mentioned that MLB said hopefully by the end of this week, they'll have more clarity on what the rosters are going to look like uh, very soon in terms of uh, the numbers and whether they'll expand. Uh, it's a common sense thing that they're going to expand the rosters, at least for the first month of the season. Uh, but but Tito did tell us uh, prior to the game yesterday that, you know, don't expect to see guys like Bieber and Savali and Plesak go more than, you know, three or four innings once the season does start. Uh, they're not going to be stretched out to 100, you know, pitches by then. It, 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 it's, it's just not going to be possible. So uh, they're, he, he, he used the word creative. He said they're going to have to get creative with uh, some of these guys and some of their pitchers in terms of the early part of the season. Uh, so that first week against Kansas City, against uh, Cincinnati, you know, don't expect to see uh, 100 pitches and in deep into the fifth, sixth, seventh inning for a starter. Uh, that, that's really not going to be the case. And it's uh, I, I don't think the, the coaches are focused on that as being a, a goal that they even want to try to achieve. Yeah, Carl Willis was uh, the pitching coach was talking about the same problem, Joe, on Saturday. And said, and it said he's challenged kind of the whole staff to, come, you know, the co coaching staff to come up with to think outside the box and and figure out how they're going to make this work with uh, you know limited uh, you know pitch counts and and you know and Tito had talked about you know piggybacking on starts and I think so guys like uh, Eli Morgan and Logan Allen and and you know some of the other guys uh, that are in camp as starters but aren't necessarily the top five are going to have to, uh, you know, this is their chance to kind of shine and maybe make the opening day roster. Do you think maybe not necessarily like an opener strategy, but uh, could we see more middle to, to late relief guys, uh, you know, start games, maybe like a, like a Trevor Steffen or, uh, or a Sam Hentges, maybe see those guys come out either early or later and, 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 you know, sort of try to lengthen games that way. Uh, maybe they give way to a Bieber or a, a Savali. It, it seems crazy to think about not giving the ball to Shane Bieber to start the first inning, but maybe Shane Bieber comes in in the second, third, or fourth inning, and, and he's more effective that way if he's already heated up. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that every option is on the table right now. But I think they want to find out what size the rosters are and then they can go from there. That's that's the big point. Yeah, I, I it would be interesting to see if they sort of flip things on their head and uh, and and tried to go that way and and what the reactions would be. Uh, it, there are uh, several. You, you look at uh, Tampa Bay as as one of those teams that does does innovative things with their rotation and, and when they're when they're short and and you know things like that. I I could imagine seeing. The idea of a starter going, you know, being erased if, if you can convince these guys in the room to do that. Yeah, and I think, you know, Joe, anybody who makes a club in that bullpen is probably, you know, outside of maybe Class A is going to probably have to pitch, be able to pitch one, you know, multiple innings. Yeah. Uh, Class A is the guy that you say, okay, everybody else, your roles are sort of 
amalgamous. They're they're sort of you know amorphous and class A. You know where you know the inning that he's pitching. That's that that's a, that's taken care of. So right, uh, he's the only one with uh you know with sort of that kind of limit though. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's real quickly go through the games that they played uh, this week, and then look ahead to to what we can expect this week um, uh, coming up. Uh, on Friday, they opened against the Reds, and uh, not a lot of runs scored in the game. Like you said, Tanner Tully came out was was impressive in his what three almost four innings, I believe, uh, of of work for for Tanner Tully. The the starters didn't do a whole lot. Uh, offensively, uh, just what was the the, the takeaway from uh, that opening game? Yeah, three scoreless innings from Tully. Uh, you know, did a nice job. Four strikeouts, one walk. Um, you know, a, um, uh, uh, Andres Jimenez. Uh, no, Ernie Clement had a, had a pretty good game. He had two right. hits, um, and uh, uh, he had two hits. Scored from first base. Richie Palacios drove him, you know, had a nice game. One of the, one of the young uh, prospects uh, had a big hit. And, uh, you know, Gonzalez had another hit in, in that game. He's, he's really Oscar Gonzalez. He's kind of been the star of these first three games. And they, they beat the Reds three to two. And, uh, you know, they were down two nothing, came back and, and, and won that game. Right. And then on uh, Saturday, they used a, a nine run fourth inning. Uh, to sort of uh, put the game away early. And then uh, everybody sort of got in on the act. Uh, I, I believe it was um, Luke Maley uh, got a couple of hits in that game, the, uh, the, the new backup catcher, uh, as well as uh, Oliver Mill. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Owen Miller uh, with three hits in the ballgame. Uh, just a, a, a nice offensive day uh, for the Guardians on Saturday. Yeah, they sent 14 guys to the plate in the fourth inning. Joe, um, him, uh, uh, Andres Jimenez had two hits in the inning. Uh, Miller had two hits in the inning. Maley oh. had uh, two hits in the inning, drove in a couple of runs. So uh, it was just, you know, and Oscar Gonzalez had a big uh, two-run double to put him ahead to stay, I think, uh, against the White Sox. And the White Sox were, you know, their lineup included, you know, some of their big guys. Abreu, Anderson, uh, uh, let's see, Man Mancada, Jimenez, Yandy Grand Grandel, uh, so Josh Harrison. So they were starting their A lineup. Yeah, that that was the interesting thing about that game was it was it really was sort of like the uh, the younger guys, not a lot of experience in the lineup for the Guardians in that game, and they they came through and and really hit uh, uh, top to bottom in the order. You mentioned Oscar Gonzalez. I think his best uh, was yet to come on uh, on Sunday. He came out uh, against uh, the the A's out in Mesa, and he had uh, an opposite field two run homer. Uh, he had a, a, a late in the uh, in the ninth inning down to their last strike. He had a two run double that tied the game, forced a tie in that uh, in that game when when the Guardians were looking at uh, uh, a loss. I think um, you know. Terry Francona can can take away a lot from watching Gonzalez compete in that moment. That's that's as 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 much of a you know a, sort of a recreation of what it means to compete at the big league level. In in that you know you can learn something from a, a young guy like Gonzalez when he gets up there in the ninth inning with two guys on and two out, 
uh, you know, what he does. And he, he almost put one over the fence. Yeah, that was close to being another home run, Joe. I, I, I was watching the, uh, the, the game on MLB. It was a free, uh, free uh, broadcast. I was watching the game and it hit off the top of the fence. I mean, he crushed that ball and, uh, you know, it's, it's exciting to watch. And this guy, you know, what hit 31 home runs last year between double A and triple A, uh, really an interesting guy, big guy, six, five, six, four, six, five, about two thirty. Uh, you know, he kind of moved around pretty good in left field in, mm-hmm. in the first game against the reds too. So, uh, that's encouraging. And, uh, you know, it's, this is, he was eligible for the rule five draft. And uh, fortunately for for the Guardians, the Rule Five draft was canceled after the lockout ended. So uh, now I don't know if he would still be eligible. I guess he'd still be eligible in December if if he's not, you know, placed on the forty man. But between then and now, I, I think he's playing his way into a spot on the forty man uh, after the first couple of games here. But uh, you're right. Uh, we did see one of the the big knock on Oscar Gonzalez last year. Uh, at least from what I saw was, you know, his ability, you know, how much do you trust him playing in the outfield? Uh, we saw him against the Reds chase down a ball that was hitting the gap uh, to left center field. He chased the ball down and he put the throw right on the bag. I, I was impressed by that. Uh, just, just the ability to keep a runner at third base on the play. Uh, I, I, I got to say, if this is a team that's looking for a big bat and some pop in the outfield, uh, it would be crazy to 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 let this guy go. It, you continue to develop him. I mean, uh, it, if it, give him a shot at, at least Triple A this year, uh, but they came very close to to not having him in the organization. Uh, I, I believe they had to cut him and then re-sign him. Yeah, they, they did. You know, he was a minor league free agent, and then they re-signed him. Uh, you know, because he fought. You know, he, he became a free agent at the end of last season, minor league free agent. And then they re-signed him. Uh, I don't know. They maybe I don't know if they had a side deal or they said, you know, uh, okay, go free agent and we'll and we'll bring you right back. I, I'm not sure how that worked, but I'm 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 pretty sure they're happy they did that. But he was still out of. They still could have lost him in the Rule Five, regardless. Right. Yeah. That the, they would have let if they would have left him unprotected. Yeah. Uh, looking ahead to this week. Uh, the Guardians take on Texas uh, today in Goodyear. And uh, Logan Allen, like you said, is going to be on the mound. This is a guy who opened the, uh, the season last year on the major league roster and, uh, you know, has had his struggles, was up and down. And really, this is sort of like a make or break at camp for, uh, for Logan Allen with this club. Yeah, Logan is, is out of options, uh, you know, so he is, you know, kind of on the bubble for sure. Um, you know, he had some moments last year. He had the great spring. You know, Joe, where he, what, he pitched about 20 innings, didn't give up a run or pretty close to that. Uh, then, you know, kind of struggled the first five or six starts, got sunk down, got hurt. And then, and then he was riding the roller coaster back and forth between uh, Cleveland and Columbus. So, uh, yeah, this is a good big start for him. And, I, you know, he's got experience. And if they expand the rosters like we think they're going to, I think that can only help his help his cause to make this club. So it'd be nice to see him have a good performance today. All right. Uh, looking uh, around the league uh, over the weekend, there was no shortage of big, uh, shocking, big news, big announcements. Uh, none the least of which was uh, Carlos Correa 
waking up waking up Saturday morning and, and finding out that Carlos Correa is heading to uh, Minnesota on a three-year deal that pays him more than $35 million a year. Uh, kind of a shocker uh, to, to see that. And then you follow it up on Sunday with Trevor Story uh, going to Boston. So two shortstops uh, signing pretty much unexpected deals. Uh, Story obviously is going to play second base in Boston. But uh, those are the two of the biggest names off the free agent board. Uh, meanwhile, the Guardians sort of stand idly by. Yeah, crickets from the Guardians. Uh, Correa signs, what, a three-year, $105 million deal with the Twins, and uh, Story goes six years, 140 with the Red Sox. <laughs> I, I guess that ruined my uh, conspiracy thoughts, Joe, about, you know, the Indians laying in, or the Guardians laying in the weeds to get story, you know, after and putting a, uh, putting a Mad Rosario in left field, opening shortstop for story. I guess that wasn't going to work, but uh, I'm, I'm still puzzled by the uh, Guardians inactivity. I, I, I've got to think there's something, they've got to do something to improve this ball club. But right now, Joe, I mean, you know, you look at the online, online betting, you know, some of the online betting sites, They've got they're they're saying they're uh, you know they're predicting the Guardians for seventy six wins a fourth place finish in in the division and you know it's just uh, it, it's hard it's to argue of, with that right it's now mind boggling to me yeah uh, you've watched every team in the division uh, make improvements and get better this off season you've watched the Guardians pretty much uh, you know talk about their pitching development uh, which is what they do best. But again, who's going to score runs? Who's going to hit the ball? Who's going to get on base and, and uh, you know, provide a lead for these pitchers to work with? Uh, you know, a, a young, a, a good young pitching staff uh, gets even better if they can go out there on the mound after the first inning with a, with a lead. And it doesn't look like you're going to be able to provide that uh, very often uh, for some of these guys. Uh we're going to hear from Tito uh, a little later on today, and you know we'll find out a little bit more of his thoughts on Oscar Gonzalez uh, and the performance of these young guys early in camp. Uh, the veterans really just sort of easing their way in right now. Uh, Jose Ramirez really hasn't hasn't done much. We saw Framil Reyes uh, on Sunday hit a couple of balls hard, uh, you know, looking like Framil. We've seen Miles Straw get on base. I think his OPS is up over twelve. Uh, 1200. Uh, so that's a good sign. Uh, Med Rosario with a, with a hit. So, you know, the top three or four guys in that lineup uh, looking, looking like they're sort of getting into it now, but it's the Bobby Bradley's, the Oscar Mercados and the Bradley Zimmers that still uh, worry. I think everybody who looks at this roster. Yeah. Mercado had a couple hits yesterday. So that was encouraging. Chang had the home run, you know, uh, and uh, so, but still, yeah, Joe, they've got to get, if you're not going to make any move, they, they've got to get some improvements, you know, from these guys, especially at you know, that second, the uh, bottom part of the order from, you know, five on down, they're going to have to some, somehow, somewhere, they're going to have to produce more runs than they scored last year. If they're going to be competitive in the division, if, if it's not just going to, you know, I just can't believe they're, they're writing off this season. I, I just, I, I, <laughs> I just, it, it, it really, I, I'm really perplexed by it. Yeah. And it, maybe it's because they're, they're aligning themselves to make a trade 
in terms of in, rather than signing a free agent. I could see that being the reason why. But uh, if that doesn't come to pass, then um, I've got as many questions as anybody about it, uh, like you said. But we'll, uh, maybe we'll find out. Hoinsey's heading back out to, uh, to Arizona tonight, and he'll be in the park uh, uh, tomorrow. So maybe, maybe, he, uh, maybe the ushers there at Goodyear know, uh, know more than we do. We can, <laughs> can ask somebody out there. Uh, we will be looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, from the desert uh, and uh, our subtexters will continue to provide us with, uh, you know, their questions and their great insight. Uh, 216-208-4346 if you want to sign up for Guardian Subtext. Now is the time because we've been bombarding our subtexters with updates uh, as soon as we get off our Zooms with, with Tito and with the players. Uh, they're the ones who hear first what we talked about with the, uh, with the guys at the ballpark. Um, also, cleveland.com slash subtext if you want to sign up, $3.99 a month, and you get uh, access to Hoinsey and myself uh, texting up a storm. Uh, been a lot of fun, and we look forward to doing more of it uh, throughout the, the season, and especially in the early part when there are a lot more questions out there uh, than, than we have answers. So, uh, Hoinsey, good to talk to you today. We will... Uh, Talk to you again tomorrow from the ballpark, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you then. All right, Joe.